Welcome to the Ministry of Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. Our vision is bringing people into the full realization of their potential in God and our mission. Building a community of believers whose lifestyle positively influenced change in the society. Welcome to Lighthouse. Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthouseng.org. Praise God. So, this is what happened for every service. We all just pray towards it. His fragrance pray, they pick their songs, uh, the service leader pray, they pick their line of what God wants them to share, and the preacher prays. And so everything connects together. Uh, Apostle Sunday, I've used my scriptures in my note, but for us to say the same thing, it is safe. So I titled this today, Casting Your Cares. Casting your cares, casting your cares, casting your cares, casting your cares. Thank you everyone joining us online this morning. Welcome to Lighthouse Lagos, Nigeria. It's a Sunday God Experience service. We are glad that you are part of our service today. Just sit down and enjoy the presence of the Lord with us. And we pray that the beauty of the Lord be seen over you, over your family, over the works of your hands beyond this day in Jesus' name. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. We read two verses there, verses 25 and 27 to 27. 25 to 27. He said, therefore I say to you, this is Jesus talking to you and I, which is still relevant in our day, said, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will wear or put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into bands. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? Can we take it in the TPT translation? Same verses 27 to 27, 25 to 27, please. He said, This is why I tell you. So never be worried about your life. For all that you need will be provided. Such as food, water, clothing, everything your body needs. Isn't there more to your life than a meal? Isn't your body more than clothing? Look at all the birds. 
Do you think they worry about their existence? They don't plant or reap or store up food. Yet your heavenly Father provides them each with food. Aren't you much more valuable to your Father than they? So, which of you by worrying would add anything to your life? Message translation of the same rendering, verses 25 to 27. Message translation. If you decide for God that he is living a life of God worship, it follows that you don't force about what's on the table at meal times or whether the clothes in your closet are in fashion. There is far more to your life than the food you put in your stomach. More to your outer appearance than the clothes you hang on your body. Look at the boards, free and unfettered, not tied down to a job description. Careless in the care of God, and you can't far more than him to him than the boards. As anyone by fusing or forcing in the front of the mirror ever gotten taller by so much as an inch? Amplify classics, please. Amplify classics. Say, therefore, I tell you, stop being perpetually uneasy, that is, anxious and worried about your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink or about your body, what you shall put on. Is not life greater in quality than food and the body far above and more excellent than in clothing? Look at the boards of the hair. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into bands. And yet your heavenly father keeps feeding them. Are you not what much more than they? And who of you by worrying and being anxious can add one unit of measure or keep it to his stature or to the span of his life? NLT, please. NLT. NLT. So that's why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in bands. For your heavenly father feeds them. Aren't you more, far more valuable to him than they? Can all your worries had a single moment in your life. So today, I just came with that word of encouragement, learning to cast your cares upon the Lord. Do we have the need for food? Yes. Do we have the need for clothing? Yes. Do we have the need to plan for the future? Yes. 
But what the message of Jesus to us this Sunday morning is saying, learning to cast all of your cares upon him because he cares for you and me. Praise God. You know, man is naturally inclined to give in to anxiety, to worry. Man is, I mean, in, in, in our world, the psychologists have made us understand what is regarded as the Maslow uh, theory, uh, which has to do with the survival instinct, the need for clothing, uh, the need for housing, the need to have happiness. That's what it's referred to. The need to uh, be comfortable, to be sure that the future is secured. And if you look at the way our world runs, every effort of WHO, every effort of United Nations as it were, in fact, we have what is called the Millennium Goals, is just making life comfortable to human beings. People can have access to good medical facilities, they can have access to housing, they can eat, they can just be well and live in satisfaction. But you know, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Whether believers or non-believers alike, we have the inclination to get worried. Uh, for those of us who are mothers, uh, here, maybe this morning, some people's mind, since we started this service, are strayed. What will my family eat for lunch? What will they eat for dinner? My kids are going back to school tomorrow morning. What's going to be inside of their lunch pack? So we are all giving to that um, virtue or that, uh, that anxiety. But the Bible is encouraging us that we should know how to cast our care upon the Lord. So the worry and anxiety that the Bible is saying here is... It's like a prayer. So, this casting out care upon the Lord is one form of prayer. It's called the prayer of commitment. Saying to the Lord that I know your plan towards my life is a good plan. I know your plan towards our nation is a good plan. I know you have not given me these children in vain. How I will take care of them I know that if I cast that care upon you, you watch over me, you care for me, you will give me solution as to how to train them effectively. Can I have an amen this morning? So, it's a posture of faith. But this morning, I, I, I will just try and give us example. Every human being is prone to worry. Every human being is prone to anxiety. But for us who are believers in Christ, the Bible says we should learn how to cast our care. This is 1 Peter 5, 7. Thank you for displaying it. It's one of my scripture. Can you give it to us in all the translation you can get? You must learn. You must do like a body slam. That's, it's like a wrestling language. Body slam on the Lord. He said, pour out all your worries and stress. I believe Peter is writing to Legosians. 
We have things that stress us out. I don't know if you are trying to do something. Even common furniture to your office, workmen can stress you out. You give something to a printer to print for you, they can stress you out. Somebody promised internet connection and you are so sure that it's going to work and then you have a presentation and five minutes before the start of the presentation, everything just goes on. So you are under stress. You tie emptier, you tie glow, you tie glow. They refuse to glow. But he said, when we find ourselves in such situation, we must learn to pour out, not some, all, all, all. And we will get into it much later. Most of the times, what we do to the Lord is that we give him half, and then we hold on to another half. Or we give him three quarter, and we hold on to one quarter. In case God does not show up, let me do this alternative plan. Everyone help those who help themselves. It's not in the Bible, but we coined it. I mean, there was an argument one day that someone who was trying to be against the gospel, and he said, eh, this one, Edira, Edira. Even the Bible says, heaven help those who help them. And the person who was in conversation said, can you show me? He said, it's in the Bible. I can show you. Then he flipped his Bible to and fro, to and fro. He said, maybe I will find it and show you later. But he's there. He said, no. And then do what? How many of us can confidently say that we leave them there? Can I have your hands and this money? It's only one person. That person, she's the junior sister to Jesus. Because our mind, as long as our mind eh, is the way it is, and as long as our eyes can see, as long as we can hear, we can hear news, we can touch things, we can hear people say things around us, that tendency to leave them there, it's not, it's not something we achieve in a day. But the Bible is so clear. I love what he said at the beginning of the service. We are believers. Will there be problems in our, in our lives? Yes, every day. Will there be challenges as we progress and walk through that business life? Yes. Will there be um, challenges when our kids begin to grow into awareness? We call it preteens, teenagers. Yes. Will there be responses? That when you hit a goal, you get it once. No, you may hit a brick wall. But we must learn to pour out all our worries, all our stress upon him. And leave them there. For he always tenderly cares for us. Can we read Amplified Classic? Okay, let him have all your worries and cares. For he's always thinking about you. When someone is always thinking about you, what is the reason? They love you. They can kill for you if it demands. You are uppermost in their heart. He said, he's thinking about you, watching everything that concerns you. 
It said, casting. Can we read this together? This is what I'm looking. And I want you to please focus on the word all. One, two, three, go. So he defined the care for us. Can we go one more time? How? Once and for all. Once and for all. This suggests that God expects you and I to live a carefree life. I mean, after the service, you see all our kids jumping all over this place. There is no limit. They are not thinking. And that's the way God wants us to live. Like little children, they are not thinking that lunch pack will not show up tomorrow. They are not thinking that school fees will not be paid. They are not thinking that after this service, they will walk home. Because why? They have that trust in you as their parents, as their uncle, as their auntie, that you are always there watching over them, protecting them, providing for them. Can I have an amen this morning? And that is the disposition we should have if we have truly seen God as our father. Another translation, another one. Live carefree before God. He's most careful with you. Live carefree. Live carefree. And you know, the, the, maybe one of these days very soon, I will be able to also talk about the mind. You know, when we talk about the mind, because of metaphysics, and people who think that man is essentially his thinking faculty, and then his, uh, his mind, and then his, his, his um, body. No. Man is essentially a spirit being. He possesses the soul and lives in the body. So that makes him different from metaphysics. And the issue of meditation and all that, it is not to those Eastern religion. It is scripture. Living carefree before God is because we have learned or learned to cast all of our cares, all of our anxiety, all of our concerns, all of our worries upon him. Can I have an amen this morning? Let me give you another scripture. Philippians 4, 6. It's the same thing. Okay, this is Samuel Ajay Crowder. So if you give me this Samuel Ajay Crowder, before you give me, you must be ready to give me Ausa and Ego. So if you don't have it, just, just let it dissipate. Uh -huh. So you go and look for it. Uh, maybe after the service, we do Igbo. We do Aosa. Just have it on your system. Just in case that we have to. Somebody need to hear some of these things sometimes. It's stronger. I mean, Yoruba Bible is translated from the original text. So, it carries the weight. It carries that weight. Praise the Lord. It said, be anxious. That's the same word. Do not worry. Be anxious for nothing. There used to be a soap opera. Why worry? Why worry? Why worry? And it's from Isaiah 46 verse 5. God is in the midst of us. 
She shall know. Psalm, Psalm 46, verse 5. Psalm 46. That same Psalm 46 towards the end. He said, This God will be our God. And he will be our guide even unto death. You see, he said, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her highly. Just at the break. God will never shamify us. He said, God at the break of the day. I have had testimony upon testimony. I, I can share one. There was one day I had a personal need. And I've taught, you know the way you think. Is this going to be? And it's, going, it's supposed to be something I have to do Monday morning. And while I was preparing my message, my mind was going there. Say, you, faith preacher. Why are you You. I said, no. Casting all of my cares upon him. For he cares for me. You know, your mind also stray. Should I ask this person? Should I ask that person? He said, no. Casting all of your care. I was in my office here. That Sunday morning, I remember very well. My wife will also remember. Because I shouted. A telephone call came in. You know when God says, He will bring the ravenous ball. I haven't even heard from that person. He said, ah, good morning, Pastor. I know you are preparing for service. He said, but you are just on my mind. Can you send me your account number? I preached differently that day in church. <laughs> because it did not, the person, she did not only send that money, she sent over. Said, I, I mean, it, yours may not be that. Yours may, may just be to haze an interview. And you have been worried over it. Yours may be to complete a project. Yours may be to unravel a mystery. But you see, learning is difficult because your mind will be taking you here and there. But he said, and I, I remember the scripture that I was working, he said, whose heart stayed upon thee, he will keep in perfect peace. <laughs> so my mind said, so I picked my phone and so you, let's be practical about it. How this worry thing. I picked my phone. I said, can I call doctor? Because he's always my go-to person. He's my pally. Before Lighthouse was, I've known him. Can I call doctor? He said, no. Do you trust me? See what I will do. Job says, I will wait till my change comes. So learning, it's a walk. It's a walk. No matter what we have as needs in our life, looking on to Jesus, the author. I'm not saying God can ask you to call someone, but let it not be that's where your mind goes to first. Let God, I mean, sometimes it is, I mean, the way it has also worked for me, having to say, why don't you call this person? And this is how God confirmed. He said, and I've been meaning to call you. Can you see the difference? So it's not that I called the person. But the person said, I've been meaning to call you. Something was just occurring to me. Doctor does that a lot. He said, so Pastor Ayo, don't do faith. How are you doing? 
I said, I will do faith. But he said, how are you doing? How are you coping? That's why I say he's my go-to. It's not just money. I mean, he knows how to speak a word in season to someone like me who is weary. Can I have an amen this morning? It's probably hearing that the first time. We don't talk about these things, but hey, that's the reality. Learning to cast. Be anxious for nothing. Learning to cast. You know, Philippians 4, 6 in the message. It says something in the message. Okay, verse 7. That's, it said something like, it is a good thing when you know that God dispenses worries from the center of your life. Okay, before you know it, let's read from verse 6. Don't fret. Or what? It's a very simple, straight statement. Because when we fret, when we worry, nothing gets done. When we fret, when we worry, it beclouds our sense of judgment. When we fret and we worry, we can't see solution. When we fret and we are worried, there is no hope. It's like darkness covers. The light doesn't shine. But instead of worrying, look at what it says. You know, I asked you to do playlists some Sundays back. This is part of it. So instead of worrying, because when you are worried, you can't pray. But when you are worried, when you fuel it with worship, God gives you a song at the night hour. Instead of worrying, pray. So your petitions and praise at that moment shape your worries into what? Letting God know your concerns. And then what happens? Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, not for bad, We come and settle you down. Not in anxiety again. Settles you down. He said, it is wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of our lives. So don't fret. Don't worry. The burden of life wants wants to fill our life with cares, with anxiety, with worries. And these things can come at us, heavy and real. They can also incapacitate us if we don't know how to cast our anxiety. The truth is that life can be tough, but we have the victory in the word of God. Can I have an amen this morning? What do we do with our bodies? We carry it to the law. We cast it upon the law. This morning, I ask you again, what does the world say we should do with our worries? Yeah, I mean, if you are confident, say it out, please, in response. Cast it on who? On Babangida? No. Or that uncle? No. You know that in Nigeria, we are always, I mean, we always cast every of our anxiety on our leaders. Very soon now, you stop hearing Buari, Buari, Buari. It's the next person. There was a time it was Jonathan, Jonathan. 
There was a time he was a bacha, a bacha. Yeah, prophesy. But he said, learning to cast all of our cares, all of our concern, all of our anxiety. And when we do it, we uh, do it once and for all, and then we become carefree. What happens at that moment between when you cast it and then you get manifestation in his thanksgiving? That's what Philippians says. Thanksgiving. If we don't, if we start complaining again, we truncate the process. That's what happened. There is one thing I want to address this morning. It's the sin of worry. It is a sin to worry. It's like you have a banker's check to be cashed tomorrow. And you know the integrity of the person that gave you the check. Do you still worry? Do you still say, ah, maybe this thing will not clear? And then you stand, you stay up in the night. This thing will not clear. I know it will not clear. I know it will not clear. I know it will not clear. And then you sleep. And then you wake up again and say, I know it will not clear. And then you get to the bank. And then it, it got through. And you say, I thought it won't be clear. You know, people start worrying again. I thought it won't be clear. No, we have an assurance. So we have to deal with the sin of worry. Most of us commit these sins, but we refuse to accept it. The ones that are pronounced is what we, we say. We say, uh, don't lie, don't, don't fornicate, all those ones. I mean, people are easily, they can easily overcome that. But the sin of worry, it's a very... You have to learn how to cast your care upon the Lord. That's the only way to overcome it. Worry steals your joy. Worry saps your energy. And most of the things we worry about, they never came to pass or come to pass. Most of the things. Most of the things. You worry about turbulence on an airplane while the pilot is having coffee. Because it never came to pass. It never come to pass. Turbulence doesn't bring a plane down. You worry when you get off that aircraft, you worry about the Uber driver who is taking you home. No. No. And then you worry whether there will be light when you get home. Casting all of our cares, all of our concerns, all of our anxiety. Some people are worried for the dollar every day because they intend to import something in August. Wait till August. There's no need to start worrying about dollars. Praise God. I love a woman. She's written a series of books. She's in her 80s now. One of the particular books that she wrote, it said, learn to enjoy where you are on your way to where you are going. And I think that's a very good posture of faith. You learn to enjoy where you are. Every day is a gift from the Lord. And if you read Matthew 6, 34, it says sufficient is the evil for each day. Sufficient is it. You can't worry and hard to your, to your height, to your stature. No. So some people don't lie, they don't steal, but they worry. They are what one of our patriarchs of, uh, of faith described, the world champion warrior. 
If you are around those people, you tell them you are traveling to Ibadan from Lagos. When you get to Kara Bridge, they call you. Where are you? I hope. He said, in Jesus' name, my, my God is following you. You get to come. My God is following you. Hmm. Many people are traveling that road. And when you now get to Ibadan, you say, we have arrived. Praise the Lord. No. He said, he will keep he said, surely goodness and mercy. So, if you understand how his work, that's what he's following your loved one. Someone wants to go through surgery. Some people will not rest. In Jesus' name, oh, you know, Shelley, ah, come on, one you fetch surgery. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And then the thing prolonged, he said, hey, Oluwa me. No. If you truly cast all of your cares upon him, he, he watches over you. Praise God. Like I said, it, it, it's a work of sin, is a worry, is sin of worry. It's common. But you see, the prayer of commitment today is Lord, I believe your word. I believe your word. I believe the Bible. And that's what makes us believe that. I believe your word. What is it that you have as a need? A need for a husband? Lord, I believe your word. Because it said none will lack his or her mate. A need for financial breakthrough? It said God supplies every of your needs according to his riches and glory. Uh, the need for peace? It said the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want the need for a child is there. It's there. The need for peace in a nation, it is there. It is there. So we don't have to worry. We don't have to. We don't have to. Please, don't create room for pity pattern in your life. Don't. That's what worry does. I mean, it affects your countenance. It affects your words. It affects your actions. And then people are asking you, Kilo De, Kilo Shele, what has gone? Ah, today, I mean, some people will even voice back. They said, good money. Said, ah, I don't know what is good about this money, but okay, good money to you too. But there is nothing good about this money. Mm -mm, cheer up. What the enemy wants us to be is to be combat with loads of cares, anxiety, worry. As if God has abandoned us. But he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Please, we must all, don't feel sorry for yourself. You are a believer. I am a believer. We are not object of pity. Even when we lose people, people will come around to show love and care. But hey, your comfort is in the Holy Spirit. It's in the Holy Spirit. That strength that he supplies. When the lights are off, when people have gone, Human beings can only console you to the level of their own revelation. Please, the sin of worry is worse than the sin of tobacco. Tobacco. Even though God doesn't want us to be banned by any habit. You know those who smoke tobacco? is no worry. Be happy. It's worse. Please, worry 
it's been proven that some people, they give themselves so much to worry, so much to anxiety, so much to their concerns, that it begins to affect the state of their mind. Medical science has also proven to us that most people in mental hospital is as a result of psychosomatic illnesses, which is illnesses that are traceable to the state of people's minds. People's minds. People's minds. Many people are dead today because of worry. It just causes a chain reaction in their body and then one symptoms of sicknesses, multiple symptoms of sicknesses, before you know it, they are out of here. I can give you testimony. There, there, there's this person who had six months to leave. Cancer, stage four. A believer. And he just had an inclination to go buy comedies, comedy films. Then he locks himself up. He will laugh, 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 laugh. One month, two months, three months. He bought many. I mean, and then he decided to travel within those six months. And then six months went into eight months. Eight months went into one year. And one year, the person is still around with us today. And each time he visits the hospital, the doctor says, you are making progress. Praise God. Is that not scripture? Is that the joy of the Lord? Is what? Your strength. That means the devil is after that joy. After that strength. And we can't afford to give in to it. There are 101 things that can help someone go gaga in Nigeria. But he said, casting all of your concerns upon him. For he cares for you. You know, we can't, we can't just be thinking, God is not treating me right, society is not treating me right, the preacher is not treating me right, my family is not treating me right, nobody seems to understand me. Second Corinthians 5.7, what does that say to us? Second Corinthians 5.7. What does he say? For we walk by faith and not by sight. Can we have it in other translations? For we live by believing and not by seeing. Though the world system says you must see before you believe. But this kingdom says you must believe before you see it. You must believe before you see it. That's the same thing Mark 11, 23, 24 talks. Talks about whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you have it and you shall have them. So today, I want you to please turn your faith loose. Don't hold on to worries. Don't hold on to those concerns. You know, I know, and I know that this philosophy is actually real. Life is not on flowery beds of ease. Troubles, heat. Eh? But if God is in your life, can we, can we quickly look at something that happened in Mark chapter 9? Mark chapter 9, verses 14 to 27. 
If you can give us in the message, I will, I will appreciate it. Mark chapter 9, verses 14 to 27. That's in context, but I want to read verse 23. Verse 23. Jesus said, if, you know, let's read verse 20, uh, 22 or 21 to put it in context so that uh, we can flow with it. He said, he asked the boy's father, how long has this been going on? So there are age-long problems that may happen sometimes. He said, ever since he was a little boy, he said, many times it pitches him into the fire or the river and do away with him. If you can do anything, do it. Have a heart and help us. You know, a lot of the times, that's what, what we believers pray. If, if it be thy will, it's his will. But look at what Jesus said. Jesus said, if, if, is that what, where you are? If, if, or we pray for Jesus' sake. It's not Jesus, it's you and I. If, Jesus responds, there is no ifs among believers. Anything can happen. Anything. Anything can happen. So, please, from today, Okay, come. So when you come to Jesus, eh? This is Jesus. He's always Jesus when I use him to preach. So this is my care. This is my anxiety. Can't you see me? Eh? Pastor Kiloshe, ah, I don't know. And then what does believer say to you? It is well. That's what believers will tell you. It is well. Mm. God will intervene. It is well. And then some people will not hand that it is well. Some people will give you testimony. Say, ah, this thing that you are going through, maybe you need deliverance. Oh. Because I know somebody who went through it. Oh, cool. But anyway, I'm praying with you. And then probably share with another person. Do you see what pastor said? Let's be praying for pastor. They don't pray at that point too. That's the end. Everybody has their own kwahala. So, I come to Jesus. I say, well, he has encouraged me to pray. So, I pray. Casting all Jesus will. I come to you today. But you know this thing has been on for 36 years. So, if you can help me. I'm still holding on to it because he has been with me for 36 years. He can't just go like that. Jesus said, I didn't know, see? How can he go like that? Something that has been with me. Do you know that I can't, this pair of shoe is useless to me. When you worry, I should cast all my care upon you. But when I worry, I come back with one pair. The one pair is not useless. So Jesus, who wants me to walk upon stones and all that, is wondering that why is my son giving me one pair? I don't use butter now in our own realm. We don't use all this because otherwise, many of us we miss it. But what does he say? Eh? Casting all 
of our cares upon him. So when it's with him, if that thing is size 45, and I use size 43, when he's going to return that thing to me, he becomes size 43. It's custom made. Some are also worried. They don't go back to collect it. They just leave it there. Said God, said I should leave everything that I have. They don't go back for the solution. They just leave the worries there. But there is always a solution. Because he doesn't want me to become concerned about that thing the next time. So it's a good thing when we realize that Christ displaces worry from the set path of our lives. So this week, do not worry. Do not be anxious. You are not saying amen. I be messaging your Eh? Do not be worried. Do not be worried. Can you make a commitment to the Lord? That's the prayer of commitment that this week, no matter what happens, I will not be worried. No matter what happens, can we speak to the Lord? Can we speak to the Lord? No matter what happens, I will not be worried. I will not. I will not. I, I will not. He said, even though the mountains and the hills, Psalm 46, can we just read it together as we pray? Can we stand and pray this morning? Can we stand and pray? Can we stand and pray? This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenge.org for more.